This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. We may be a comic duo, but we take mental health very serious. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and is completely online. BetterHelp is a network with over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, answer a few questions, and BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com amp. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash amp. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is by you. Grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your water to rehydrate after all the coffee and tea. Grab some beer, grab some wine, whatever you decide. Come sit with me for a few minutes. Let's talk about getting through the holidays with anxiety. Um, so obviously, and what I will always mention is that I'm not a therapist. I'm in the coaching realm. So I am just giving you my thoughts and my ideas on how to get through the holidays with anxiety and what, what has worked for me, right? Um, so hi, I'm Meredith. This is Anxiety Makes Me Poop and welcome. So um, again, if you are feeling depressed or if you need to talk to someone, please reach out to a professional, seek support from a mental health professional who can provide guidance and coping strategies. So for me, this is just suggestions. This is how I get through the holidays with anxiety. So here we go. So navigating the holidays with anxiety is definitely challenging, right? I spent many, many years already being mad before a holiday or before a party or before a wedding at someone that I thought was going to say something to me. I don't know if you can relate to that, but what I would do is, well, if she says this, then I'm going to say that. Like I was already mad and the conversations didn't even happen. Or I was already having an anxiety attack and the situation had not occurred. Um, our mind likes to do that. We like to go to the worst places and it's almost a um, preparation mechanism with our brain, right? So for me, I would think, oh, well, if he does this, then I'm going to say this. It, it didn't even happen. It's probably because it happened, maybe something similar happened in the past. So you're preparing yourself for what's going to happen at this party, wedding, holiday, whatever. Um, so let's first, let's try not to do that because we always want to work on being in the present. We need to let go of the past, who hurt us in the past, what happened in the past, any mistakes made. We have to just try, try. I know that's so much easier said than done not to worry about what this person did to us in the past or what people did to us in the past. And let's just be in the present. We're going to learn how to maybe just be in the present, even if it's just for a short moment. Um, and try not to get ourselves upset the week before a holiday, the week before a party, um, a couple days before getting together with family or friends. Let's just try to take a deep breath. Everybody take a deep breath. <sighs> because we're going to get through this together. Okay, so the best way to get through the holidays with anxiety. This is just some sum a summary of some tips. So plan ahead. That is very hard to do when you have anxiety. So again, much um, easier said than done here. Just create a realistic schedule that includes some downtime for you for self-care. Plan the holiday activities with breaks in between them. I know a lot of us run from the in-laws to the other in-laws to this house to that house. 
if you really feel overwhelmed doing that, please don't do that to yourself. Maybe you could split it up to two days. Maybe Christmas Eve could be one side of the family or one, one friend party. And maybe Christmas Day could be the other side of the family. Or maybe you just hang out at home. I have a lot of friends that actually celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve so that they can wake up Christmas morning and just relax in their PJs. And that is okay. So set realistic expectations as well and prioritize what truly matters to you. Now, this is hard when you're, you know, maybe in a a relationship with someone and they want to do one thing where you have to sit down and talk about it. You know, you can say, I am available. And like I would like to say, I'm emotionally available (laughs) between 2 and 6 p.m. on Sunday and we can go to your family's house. Does that work for you? Yes. Okay. Um, And then how about on Monday, right? Christmas Day. Um, can we go from noon to four, you know, anything like that, something that's going to give you breaks before and after to have some downtime, to have some self-care so that you don't feel overwhelmed. Just plan ahead, plan a schedule. Don't just run off and say, well, we'll do this, this, and this. Try to have a schedule. Cause you know what, if everyone knows the times, for example, when mine, my kids were little, I was the mom that would say five more minutes, but I would actually set a timer And it would truly be five more minutes and we would say, say goodbye to everyone and we would leave. Because of that, they are phenomenal timekeepers. So, and we still do it now. Like we say, okay, we're going to have a party from 2 p.m. to 9 p.m. And by 8.30, we start cleaning everything up. We let everybody know that at 9 o'clock, you're going to go home with some leftovers and we'll see you maybe tomorrow. We'll see you next time. So maybe have some time some time frames. That way your mind knows we are going to be done in an hour. Now, if you don't have to worry about that, then don't worry about it. You know, if, if you can go to a party and it's okay with how long you stay, it's not going to cause any more anxiety for you. You're good to go. So this is just, you know, if, if you need to plan ahead and if you need some downtime for self-care and if you need some breaks in between so that you don't feel overwhelmed. So let's talk about that self-care. So get some time that brings you joy and relaxation for yourself. Get enough sleep. I know that's hard. That's probably one of the hardest things for me. Get enough sleep to support your overall well-being. If you're not getting sleep, we, we, I think a lot of us, uh, maybe, maybe some don't, but I think a lot of us, when we don't get enough sleep, then we absolutely feel overwhelmed. We feel overstressed. Maybe we make some rash decisions when we're tired or maybe we're emotional. Maybe we cry a little bit. Maybe we laugh a lot because we're tired. So definitely try to get enough sleep. Even if it's just going to relax by, you know, let's say eight or 9 PM, shut the phone down, couple deep breaths, and you just relax until you can fall asleep. That might be helpful for the next day when you're going to the party or when people are coming over. Consider incorporating mindfulness techniques such as deep breathing, some meditation, even if it's just five minutes of sitting in a dark room, breathing, listening to your own breath, eyes closed, every muscle is relaxed, and you're just not thinking of anything. You're only thinking about relaxing and letting your mind just drift away for five minutes. And then you might be ready to go. So another thing is set boundaries. Learn to say no to commitments that may get that anxiety going. Communicate what you need to your family and friends so that they understand your limits. Boundaries are so 
important. You have to let them know, like I said, with the times, right? Well, we're going to stop over at two. If they say, well, we really want you to stop over at noon. Well, actually what's works best for us or what's, what works best for me is two o'clock. So, you know, whatever you need to do to set those boundaries, make sure you communicate it though. So there's no surprises. And then that way you don't feel the stress of surprising someone with, with your plans, right? Let them know. Um, identify safe spaces where you can just kind of have a, a short retreat if you need a moment alone. I use a bathroom. I go to the bathroom. Um, I just maybe go stand in there and close my eyes for a few minutes, take a couple of deep breaths. Again, not think of anything. And then just step back out into the party. So if you need to vocalize it, if you need to connect with someone, share your feelings with a trusted friend or family member. Now, I want to stress on this. Make sure that it's a trusted family or friend, because sometimes we will say something to someone and then they're going to want to relate and they're going to want to tell you how they feel. And it may bring on more anxiety. So maybe you could start the conversation with, can I just tell you something real quick? And then I just need to get it off my chest. And if you're okay to listen, then, then, then I'll be okay as well. And then maybe we can talk about your stuff as well. So be sure that it's a trusted friend or family member that you can share your feelings to and who will listen, actively listen so that you feel like you're letting it off off your mind and off your chest, at least for, for the moment, right? Um, if you have to join some support groups too or online communities, positive online communities to maybe connect, connect with other people that have anxiety or they might be experiencing something similar. Now, I know I'm just saying anxiety, but there could be other, obviously other things that have happened in your past that you just need to speak to someone else that has that can relate, right? So maybe you could do that, but please make sure that they're positive online communities. Make sure it's not people that are a little tough or say, you know, mean things. So definitely don't want to, to, to do that. You can communicate your needs to those around you as long as they're going to provide you support. So if they're not going to provide you support, don't waste your breath. Make sure that it's someone that you can communicate to that you trust. Uh, focus on what you can control, right? Boundaries, talking to someone, um, speaking to someone online or support groups or therapy. Focus on what you can control, but also accept that not everything will go perfectly and that's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. I think a lot of us, well, I'll just say me with anxiety and a lot of my other friends and family that I talk to that have anxiety, we are tough on ourselves. Like if something isn't perfect, we really beat ourselves up about it. So I'm telling you right now that you can accept that everything may not be perfect and that's okay. That's okay. Uh, concentrate on the aspects of the holidays that you can control, you know, such as your reactions and your self-care routines. Um, be flexible and open to adjusting plans as needed. So I have to do this. Like, let's just say um, we're going to have a party on Christmas Eve. Years ago, if something didn't go right, it would really make me upset. And now I stay flexible and I stay open. And I think to myself, okay, this is what we're going to do. But if this happens, that's okay too. I'm going to go with it. So just think about that too. Focus on what you can control. If you need to limit stimuli, do that. Recognize your sensory sensitivities, if you have that, and find ways to minimize 
the overwhelmingness that that feels. If you have to find that quiet space, if you have to retreat to a quiet environment for even five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you need to then continue on with the family and friends and the party and the wedding and at holidays, whatever you need. So limit that if you can. Um, you can utilize coping strategies. Um, bring along some coping tools. Like if you have a stress ball, now I'm just going to tell you a stress ball is not for throwing at people. We know this. Don't throw it at anybody. This is for yourself to use. So maybe a little stress ball that you can keep in your pocket. Headphones if you have to, to just listen to some calming music for those five minutes that you step away. Um, and practice grounding techniques. And we're going to talk about that. I like some of those. I There's a couple of them that I use. And then again, seek support from a mental health professional if you truly don't feel like you can get through. So, okay, I want to talk about grounding techniques real quick. So there's strategies used to help you connect to the present moment. And most of the time it can help you relax from stress, anxiety, and it allows you to just kind of disassociate from what's happening just for a few minutes. The, my favorite one is the 54321 technique. And just look it up. You can you can find this anywhere, but also if you want more detailed information, obviously seek that mental health professional. So 54321 technique is what you're going to do, right? So it's see, touch, hear, smell, taste. So if you just want to be in the moment, but your brain is like thinking of the past or what happened before or anything like that, and you can't just be in the moment. These are the five things that you can do. Focus on something. See something. Look at it. Touch something, right? Like, like for example, let's just say a tree outside. I can see the tree outside. I can see the wind blowing the tree. Now I'm going to go outside. I'm going to touch that tree. I'm just going to touch the bark of the tree. I'm going to touch the trunk. And then how about something that you can hear? I can hear the birds outside. I can hear the wind blowing. And then how about something you can smell? I'll go back in the house and I'll smell the ham cooking or something sweet or perfume, something that you enjoy, a smell that you enjoy, and then taste. If it's, you know, if you like a little bit of a sugary treat, if, or you, if you like coffee, tea, maybe just take a little taste. Those few minutes keep you in the present moment. So it's the 54321 technique. What can you see? Things you can touch, things you can hear, smell, and taste. See if it works for you. Deep breathing. Three to five deep breaths. Focus on your breaths. Hear yourself breathe. You want to inhale slowly and deeply through your nose. And then just pay attention to the sensation of your breath to just kind of anchor yourself down. And just do it slowly and completely. So through your nose, exhale through your mouth. So deep breathing. Focus on your breath. So inhale slowly through your nose. Exhale slowly and completely through your mouth. Pay attention to the sensation of your breath and anchor yourself. Do it, you know, three to five times in that nice quiet space that you found at the house. Body scans are also very important. Pay attention to each of your body part. Mine are my shoulders. They go up, they roll forward, they get protected. 
my hands go across my chest. I know I've mentioned that a couple times. So start from your head and work all the way down to your toes. Notice any tension, any tightness, discomfort, any weird sensations that you might be having on your body and relax them. Uh, counting down from 100. I think we all learned that when we were in grade school. You can just kind of, and that that could all be part of just walking away, going into the bathroom, going into a quiet room, going into a closet, and you just count down from 100. That's easy. Um, you could do some drawing. You could do some use some markers. You could bring a coloring book with. I have a friend that actually brings a coloring book and colored pencils with, and she'll go take five minutes, and she'll walk away into like maybe a bedroom, close the door, and she'll color for five minutes. Do, 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 not think about anything else. Maybe do a little section of a picture, close everything up, and walk back out to the party. And her anxiety stays in check. And then affirmations. Always repeat positive affirmations to yourself. No negative. Choose statements that promote a sense of safety, self-compassion, positivity on yourself. Because you are amazing. So I hope some of those help. I hope that you listened in, tuned in, took a couple deep breaths. Take those five minutes for yourself. Practice self-care. Plan ahead. Limit, you know, limit your sensory sensitivities if you have to. Bring what you need with to get through the day. And I think you got this. So have a great holiday. Have a great party. Have a great wedding. Have whatever it is that's coming up in these next couple weeks. And thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.